The views on this program do not reflect those of ONTV or its board of directors. Welcome to OAA Now, your home for Oakland Activities Association news and information. Here's your host, Sammy Tamina. Welcome to OAA Now here. I'm Sammy Tamina, blogger of the Dragon Insider, blog of Inside the OAA, and one of the hosts, Queen Tamina, on Orient Neighborhood Television. I'd like to welcome those hearing us on the local voice on SoundCloud and watch us on Orient Neighborhood Television. Ian, you back this <laughs> week? Oh, man, Sammy, I'm back. It's been a... It's been a you yeah. been out for two weeks. You know two what I mean? Two weeks, yeah. So, um, cloudy the, day. It, it's a cloudy day. Yes, I was out for two weeks here at the studio. We had somebody with COVID come in, mm-hmm. and as a precaution, um, yep. I stayed home for two weeks. You and I were texting back and forth about the crazy results of some of these games. Yep, a lot of football and talk about a this lot of, lot of football, and I'm glad to be back. Um, the, the crazy thing, the ironic thing about the whole me going home for two weeks thing was that I already had vacation scheduled for the oh day they sent God. me home. So I was basically on vacation. So I'm glad to be back. We have a ton to talk about. Uh-huh. And you're like bursting at the seams, ready just to unload with the first two weeks of football. Because I know last week was a – the first week of football mm-hmm. was amazing. And if you're a Stony Creek Cougars fan – Oh, my. Yeah. It's hard being right sometimes. I know. And I'm not right that often. <laughs> it is hard for both of us to be right yeah. about a team. You know, I'm just glad it worked out. <laughs> it's crazy. You and me were both not surprised on Stony Creek's 2-0 start. Um, no. Two With and the experience two, they got. Correct. I, I'm not surprised they're 2-0, but I'm surprised at the manner in which they've gotten there. On the road. Yes. Against two playoff quality teams. Yes. And they the numbers they're putting. Utter destruction. Yes. Utter destruction. 79 points last two weeks. Yeah. Including last week's 42-14 destruction at Tom Holland Field against North Farmington. That was that was surprising. Can't, and a lot of the play, I think, you know, when you look at it, give credit to Stony Creek's experienced offensive line. Oh, absolutely. But the play at Cameron Buford, the running back, is like insane. My goodness. <laughs> You know what he yeah. had on? You know what he had against North Farmington? Hmm. Two hundred twenty yards. Oh my! Five rushing touchdowns. What? One receiving touchdown. What? That's not counting the fact they had three total touchdowns against Seaholm. One for um, actually two of them were rushing, and then he threw one for a touchdown. He threw he, one. He's he's also playing in the Wildcat <laughs> for Stony Creek's offense. So then, how you know other teams? You throw that into the mix. Other teams trying to game plan for Stony now. Sure. What do you do? What do you, you do? Do you pile everything in the box, shut down the run, and hope from the throw it? You make Ryan Eckhout throw the ball. That's what it is. Stony. But Creek. that offensive line, I don't know if you can shut it down. That's very. That line is very good. People have compared Stony Creeks to the 2019 Lake Orient team a year ago. Whoa. I don't think that's the case at all. I think that. I think there's a little bit of differences. Between those two teams, yeah. Of course, um, neither team really had like a solid passing attack. You know what I mean? But they can throw it when they need to. Yes. Um, of course, like going to Kobe Manza last year, um, Stony Creek with Cameron Buford this year, both had proven quarterbacks. Brian Eckhout, Stony Creek plays a lot like Orion. Um, with Stony Creek, people, I, you know what I'm surprised with? What? Everybody in the media is saying. Going like, wow, Stony Creek is doing this. They're surprised. You know what? Me and you are not surprised. We saw them in action last year. We saw them in action. And we're like, whoa, this is not 
the same Stony Creek. They look good. They were solid. They didn't make mistakes. A lot of that has to go to Coach Nick Murray. Oh, absolutely. He created the armor up culture there. He has built that team. He has he has basically not only just built that team, he turned that program around. Yeah. And to say that was one of the I think one of the best hires Stony Creek has made, hiring Nick Merlo away from Rochester. I mean, he has done a wonderful job. Yeah. And he, those kids bought in. Oh, without a doubt. You don't perform like that if you're not uh, all in. And the stats they're looking at, especially against two quality teams, nasty. <laughs> Just nasty. Yeah, I mean, if you're putting up points like that on the road, and I'm not going to say there, it seems pretty easy. I mean, they're fighting for those points, but they are finishing, mm-hmm. right? They're getting into the end zone. They're scoring, and they're leaning on Experience. Their new star breakout, it, it, like you said, the media and the running back. It's like, it, was he an unknown? And now he's, hey, now he's not, he's known now, I, man. You and I, you and I, you yeah. and I haven't been surprised about. No, this. no, not at all. But it's like these other teams are going to have to say, you better watch out, and you you have to pick your poison. What are you mm-hmm. going to do? Let him gas you on the ground? I think or beat you, you know, through the air. I think that's going to be the thing. If teams are going to have to pay, if you're playing a team like Sony Creek, obviously, if I'm a defensive coordinator, I would basically say Darren beat you through the air because they have proven they can flat out run the ball. The problem is, is I don't, I don't know if anybody is there to test Sony Creek through the, into the yeah. Air. You know what I mean? I think that's going to be the key. I really think you know, but so Sony the- Creek for sure has been a proven team. Yes. And so you've seen – you watched that game. I did. Um, it was on uh, Farmington Public Access, correct? Pub- Farmington Public Access TV 10. And I should have checked it out. I know – I have Uverse, so I should have been able to watch the game. I should have had it on. I'll send you the link. The um, – with that game, was it ground and pound? I mean, just on the ground, it pounded out? It was ground out. and pound. Ground and pound. And especially Stony Creek's final touchdown. Buford went through six guys – five guys. <laughs> 15 yards for a touchdown. It was just he got stronger as the game went on. Yeah, and you can't teach that. I mean, that's that's called what's uh, the ticker, right? Yeah, that's your heart. That's your heart. That's your motor. Yep, and now you look at this team, and you look at that schedule the rest of the year. Yeah, what's next? They have Farmington this week, which is going to be just a complete yikes. We'll go over that <laughs> game. And then Sammy, still, you're killing me. They still got to play Adams, Grove. And then their crossover with Southfield. And that's before they go. It's after they go to their district. Okay. So. It looks manageable. It does. And there's teams on that schedule. That could give them problems. Going to give them problems, but also going to prove if what we're seeing is real. I think when you look at the two games that I think could really test Stony Creek are going to be the game against Adams. That's going to be on the road. And then the game against Southfield. Yeah. And I know Southfield, when you look at Southfield, this team looks, they're 0-2 right now. But they have played much better. And I think that a lot of that has to do with the play of their freshman quarterback, Isaiah Marshall. Um, he's in the last, he's had three touchdowns in two games. Um, he's throw. I mean, like, I know A&T's got a lot of talent back when you look at players like Raekwon Lee. 
um, Robert Army, um, Jeff Bowens. Um, and then you bring in this guy, Isaiah Marshall. Um, I know a lot of people have hyped him up. Yeah. I mean, when I saw but, the film against Clarkston, he was okay. I didn't think he looked great against Clarkston. Well, you're still a freshman. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's rare where you have a freshman roll into that starting position, especially a quarterback in the OAA, mm-hmm. and just – play lights out really rare, right I mean, so but you're seeing the progression from game one to game two and you're expecting another progression to game three and i think when you look at that game last week for a and against west bluefield i mean i was shocked at the score now yes played it's a rivalry tight. game yes it's a rivalry game but still still playing them close still playing close and the I mean, final was 17 and and so that and t lost to clark since 24 17 so they've lost the last two games back by nine points yes but also look at that defense. It seems like it's a it's gotten pretty better. decent defense. It's gotten better. I mean, like, now the concern I have with A&T is going to be their depth. That's going to be the big concern going forward for that yeah. team. Um, be very interesting how they do this week um, going against a, um, a Lake Orion team that's had their number, I mean, three of the last four years. Yes. And then, and then a, they, this team really does not have a true star. No. Uh, when you we, look at the Dragons. Yeah, we saw Lake Orion in action uh, Friday for the first time. Yeah. Uh, their first uh, game of the season against Oxford was called off due because to of COVID. COVID. I know the two guys that had it. Yeah, which is a bummer, mm-hmm. right? And I was hoping that they would be able to reschedule, but I, it's not going to happen. No. Everything's too tight. Mm-hmm. And Oxford already played the replacement McComb game. Cruz North, yeah. Yep, and destroyed them. But Lake Orion. But with Lake Orion, it's like watching them. They looked, they looked solid. Mm-hmm. You know, um, they don't really have against a true, Oak Park. They don't have a wild star. They don't have a true star on that. They team. don't. But I could see. I mean, uh, the running back tandem. Uh, who's the big guy? The new guy, the bowling ball. AJ Mozan. Oh. oh, I've seen this kid play. I mean, he, he's, he's very good. He looked really good, and you're like, okay, if you can do uh, running back by committee where you have kind of a speed well, back and you've got the power back. And I think that's what Coach John Blackstock's been doing. I mean, like. You, you don't know what's at, coming at you. It keeps you, don't you off know what's balance. Coming at you. It keeps you off balance. I mean, like, you know, when you look at, like, Orion, obviously the thing is, you know, is the you got, like, can they go and throw the ball? Yes. That's the big question. Yeah, that's I been mean, the question the last two years. Yeah, can they throw the ball? I mean, like they throw it when they have to. Yes, but they really haven't had to. You know, if you're running the ball that efficiently, you know yeah. what I mean. Then you don't have to worry about it. You know, yeah. And, you know, because and I looked that game with Oak Park. You know, yes, Oak Park did not have Rayshon Benny, who was the best lineman. But when you look at Lake Orion, I mean, they they have like three quarterbacks. <laughs> They're rotating in. Yeah. Um, and then you have. See, that makes me nervous. Of course, it makes anybody nervous. They said, if, uh, what was this saying? If you have two quarterbacks, you, you don't, don't have, have any? Yeah. But this Lake Orion team, they kind of remind me a little bit of Lapeer from okay. last year. When you look at Lake Orion, because Lapeer had very had a lot of success without the um, with two quarterbacks. Um, now, two different style of two different style quarterbacks. Um, but Lake Orion, you know, with them, their defense is still very stout right now. I'm still a little concerned about that pass defense. Um, but their run offense, run run defense is very good. It's very good. And uh, against Oak Park, there was nowhere to go. Right. 
They really shut them down. They had one breakdown for what eighty-two yards. I yeah, think it was. Yeah, for eighty-two but that yards. Was, the game was pretty much in hand. Um, it's kind of funny. I think the the Lake Orion announcers said, "Yep, the game's virtually over," and all of a sudden he breaks an eighty-two yarder. It's the typical. Oh, don't say anything because bad things happen, you know. But it, I, I think that was a combination of a couple things. One, the running back's very good, and he had one little seam going to Michigan and State, and he was year. gone. Going to Michigan State next year. Yeah, but but it was late in the game. They, mm-hmm. It was already thirty, you know, thirty plus to yeah, nothing, and it was, you know, so they're rotating in other guys in different positions, and you could tell it was a breakdown. So mm-hmm. I, I I don't, you know, it's one run for Oak Park and eighty two. Yeah, it's kind of a pain in the neck, but it's not that big a deal no. in the, the grand scheme of things because the Dragons came back and answered them right away. But it also it's, tells Oak Park's yes. got some problems too when they you look do. at it, and that's and that's and, that, and I talked to Coach Greg Carter afterwards. Um, I mean, because you know, I like to have a chat with Coach Carter. Yeah. Um, he did give me some basketball news. It's oh. already on the blog. Um, basketball. But um, this team, Oak Park's got some problems. I mean, yes, they they didn't have eight guys against West Bloomfield. I mean, when they got blown out. But Did they say why? Is it just injuries? Oh no, already. And then you look at, of course, the game with Lake Orion. You know, Lake Orion exposed them. You know, in oh, some yeah. areas they exposed them. Yeah. And I, Jacob Bentley's really struggling at quarterback. I really think because there were some times he threw. I know he was under duress a lot. He but was. He threw a couple air balls at times. Um, Oak Park's discipline got to them a little bit because they were, they had. At least three very good catches got called back. Yeah. Um, several big plays called back. I mean, and that's not a typical Greg Carter team, you know, especially with a, with a coach who preaches and teaches yeah. discipline. But a lot of the – think of it, too. Like, uh, were they self-inflicted errors or did – They were they, self-inflicted errors. Well, some of them were, but I'm saying, like, some of the errors were – because of the defense, mm-hmm. right? I mean, if you have a, a a defensive end who can get by that offensive line without even looking, mm-hmm. you're going to start grabbing and holding and yep. all that kind of stuff, especially in a passing situation. Yep. And I think some of that was the case, that it was inflicted by the defense mm-hmm. the Dragons were thrown at. And I think, you know, and I think that's the thing, you know, and with Oak Park, you know, now they got to figure out their own yeah. two, and now you got to play at Oxford next this week. Which Oxford's starting to... Even when they didn't look good against Clarkston, even when they started off down 28 to nothing. Yeah. Well, and the final was? 35-14. Yeah. So it's it's still kicking the tires time at Oxford, right? I mean, sure. still trying to figure out what uh, Coach Lyons bringing. Offensively, especially. I think defensively, um, they're going to be fine. I really think Oxford's going to be fine. Um, what the difference from playing Macomb, Latchkoot, North, and Clarkston is just Whole night and day. Nine, uh, yeah, that's the thing. And I, I think that game with Oak Park and Oxford is going to be really interesting. Yeah, I, I agree. And uh, like you were saying before we went on the air, uh, talking about Oxford is completely revamped. Yeah. They Top to bottom, stripped down. Change the helmets, rebuilt. change the uniforms. I mean, like, I still don't understand how they go to, like, the pure mustard helmets. <laughs> but Wait, you don't like fancy mustard? Well, no, yellow's a, actually yellow's a pretty good color. To be honest, yellow's a good color. They can pull it off. Sure, I mean, you know they can pull it off Absolutely up there. They can pull it off. I mean, and I mean, so everything is. I mean, but that tells you it's like they 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 started from scratch and they rebuilt everything, right? Yeah. And um, 
the offense is not the old school. No, it's an NFL type offense, right? So it's modern, it's fun. Mm-hmm. You can tell the kids are having a good time, and it's it's got. I be also think Brady Carper is having more fun. You know what I mean? Because now that he can, it's sort of like an NFL offense over there at Oxford. I mean, you can gut check the offense. You can gut check um, basically. Um, he's found a running back in Trent Muir who's gotten stronger. Yeah. Um, you look at, of course, um, they've. The receiving core is a question mark for me, though. For but that it, it always is with those always guys. With Sometimes they got a tight end that's like seven feet tall, mm-hmm. and they just and they just don't dump use it them. off. But they haven't used them. The one year they did use their passing attack, what that happened when they made the playoffs? playoffs. So you know what? <laughs> <sighs> I know it's, but it's interesting. One and one, right? Yeah, uh, it's and one and one. So. I still think it's one of those. It's still you got the growing pains, and I'm glad you know it's it's tough going up against Clarkston that early in the season, right? Because mm-hmm. they're still ironing these things, and especially out. with the experience. But I think the reason why Clarkston's two and zero, a lot of people look at Ethan Clark as yeah. the main reason. People look at, of course, okay, you have that line, but I think the play of Ethan Clark's been a difference maker for them. Of course, he's having a full season now playing Adam Clarkston. Um, yeah. This is his first full season playing. Of course, he was in the um, I think he was I think he was in the freshman ranks last year. Um, but um, but then he got the call out to varsity. So when you look at Clarkston, I mean, they're just going through the business. I but I think you are right. I mean, like when we talked to Kurt Richardson, um, they kind of got that kick in the can last year after missing the playoffs last year. Yeah, and but you can't forget also what coach said. He said the injuries were so oh, yeah. crazy. Seven I mean, ACL injuries. Never heard of such a thing. My and God. you get you get bumps and bruises. You get a twist ankle. You get a sprint. ACLs. I mean, that's, that's like the worst. That's brutal. Because your comeback is a year plus. Yeah. You know, so if they can stay healthy and if like the depth, that was the, that was the key that uh, mm-hmm. coach was saying. He goes, if they got the depth. And they're bringing, uh, put your big boy, big boy pants on, as he said, mm-hmm. you know, next man up. Mm-hmm. And it looks like they've got the next man up, yeah. you know, and they, they look like Clarkston. Yeah, they are back to where they're at. How was the running game? Uh, that was the one thing we were talking about. With that Ethan they, Clark? Yeah. Yeah, I he's mean, And what is he, what's he doing? He had, he had two scores last against a and then he had three against Oxford. So that tells you, five touchdowns in two weeks. That's he. They're doing what they're supposed to be doing. They're doing what they're supposed to be doing. And I know I'm Logan, and I know Mike DePillo had two passing scores last week to Logan Forbes. All right. Um, so so he, it's basically what we expected. Yeah, it's what we expected, yeah. Clarkson. Now I was just he, curious about. I go, yeah, he's running, yeah, he's getting the yards, but uh, just being specific about uh, the positives mm-hmm. of uh, the running game and teams that we really did not expect to be have strong starts. I mean, are in the blue. You know, Rochester's off to a two and zero start. Awesome. A lot of that. I think it's because Alex Blano, their quarterback. Yep. Um, Olympia Hills off to a two and zero start because I think the play of Tanner Szelinski and Austin experienced life playing in the red last year. Yes. And then, but the dun, two and zero. Actually, there was another two and zero team we got to talk about. <laughs> oh, and that's the Berkeley Bears. They're two and zero as yes. well. I mean, yes, the competition has been great. They played Lincoln Park and Pontiac. Yes. But the team that you wanted to always like is the two and zero Troy Colts. Troy Colts, baby. They're 2-0. Two two and and they have week one, they knocked off Royal Oak on a Ryan Playoff field goal. Nice. 2017. Hey, take it how you can get it. And then they beat Wall Lake Central 
last week 13 to 6. Yeah. So, hey, I, <laughs> we should have been rolling when we were off air talking about this because you're like, you're high on Troy. I go, are you high go, on Troy? <laughs> Seriously? I go, I'm not high on Troy. I'm just like, awesome. This is great. I mean, this you have to acknowledge the turnaround. <clears throat> what was happening in Troy last year? The fact that this team is in the blue, you know what I mean? They're still, they went down a division. Still. They couldn't score a point. For eight weeks. Yes. And here they're 2-0. and oh. you, Hey, man, you got to pat them on the back. I'll pat them on the back, but if they got a big one with Berkeley at Hurley this year. Sure, but they're 2-0. Oh. They're 2-0. Oh. And those, they're still those, unranked in my poll this week. Those kids have to be just awesome. I mean, you know what it's like. You, you see a team, you win by a field goal. Oh, it's that close. You're like, yeah, you know. Oh, absolutely. It gives especially you that team, confidence. Especially for a team that hasn't won a game in 23 months. Yes. And or scored a point for or scored a point. almost the whole season. And here you are scoring. You're playing. You're competitive. You're playing ball. And I think that's, that's a good huge deal. for them. That's yes. Huge. That's why I ran the bam. You know, Berkeley's 2-0, right? Yes. Hey, I'll give them a. I mean, Berkeley's 2-0. I mean, good we talked them. to Sean yeah. Shields. Yeah, they're yes. experienced. Um, I'm a little concerned about their quarterback situation. But, okay. you know, but. um. But then again, they played um, Lincoln Park and Pontiac, um, both teams struggling. Um, so Pontiac Pont- really struggling. Yeah. What were the scores on those for Berkeley? Uh, for um, Berkeley, uh, the game with Lincoln Park was 20 to 6 and then 49 nothing. Ooh. Against Pontiac? Yeah. We were, Pontiac ho- we were really, hoping Pontiac might turn that corner. Uh, last two games has not been pretty. Um, 116 points in two weeks. Oh, my. 57 on the Rochester, the 49 to um, wow. Pontiac. Wow. Not to um, to um, Berkeley. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I but, mean, hey, um, you know, I think they're better than they were last year. I think they're better than they really? were last year. I think they were. I think they okay. are. I mean, a lot more experience. Um, I think they're a little bit more disciplined than they were. Um, but it's just, I just think that you know the numbers. Yeah. Just the well, let's uh, let's not skate over Rochester, man. You know, I also we just, forgot. We just kind of said 2-0 and moved on. Well, I also on forgot to, to mention Ferndale's 2-0. Okay. Yep, Ferndale's also 2-0. Last year, this team went 4-5. and five. I mean, but Eric Royal's done a wonderful job basically turning that team. Mm-hmm. You know, they've had some games where they've had to survive. Of course, um, last week against um, at Troy Athens, they won 28-23. You know, and then well. the prior week, they had beat, they beat Abnell 22-14. They won their last two games by a combined 11 points. So that's a team that's rolling right now. It's Ferndale. Yeah. I like where Eric Royal has that team going. Um, Athens, Avondale, both 0-2. Having a hard time. Avondale, we had a lot of high hopes and expectations. Same we, thing with Athens. Yeah. Um, I thought maybe 500 at this point, but I didn't think 0-2. Um, the next couple weeks are going to be crucial to see if they can bounce back. Mm-hmm. And that's not even talking Royal Oak, which to me is just like, what are you doing? <laughs> you know, because Royal Oak is 0-2 as well. They got they lost they lost a tough one to Troy. And then of course they were blown up by Bloomfield Hills. But you want to talk Rochester. Yes. What about that, them? Well, more details. I mean, that's a good story too. You know, Eric 2-0. Burton, um, first time since 2012, they're 2-0. Th- that's a story too. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, we've seen them have their struggles over the years. Uh they made the playoffs since 2010. It, it's been a long time, mm-hmm. yeah. And you see, they they've shown signs of improvement and flashes here and there. Um, 
teams that they are, you know, they match up very well with. They usually are very competitive. They really do a good job. But to go two and zero right now, I think that's a good sign for them. It is a really good sign for them, and I think that's the thing when you look at at when you look at um Rochester. I think what also helps them is maybe not playing Adams or Stony Creek this year. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, a lot of people don't want to play those two teams. Adams is one on one this year. You know they yeah, actually yeah. had a tough loss in North Farmington, and then uh, and then of course um they went and beat Groves. I'm in Beverly Hills, thirty one twenty one. Um, now they're not playing just because of the restricted schedule. Correct? No, it's because is of it, the schedule already was in is, place. In place, in okay. Place, so because it's like uh, you know it's, having your crosstown. I mean, there's having three schools in Rochester and mm-hmm. not playing one another. I mean, those are always great. Those matchups. are always great. Matchups, a lot of fun. You know what I mean? I mean, like, but for Rochester not to see Adams and Stone Creek, probably going. Yeah, <laughs> but they're two and zero. Oh. Uh, hey, but you know, take and run. You know, but um, you know what I'm curious to see your thoughts of? You know what the MHA did on Friday? Released districts. Oh, yeah, yeah. They released districts. Okay, so I haven't looked at these. I was in my little sequester bubble. Uh-huh. So let me, uh, uh you, you were texting I have me. them right here. I have them okay. right here. Um, I put the OAS teams in there with the other. Um, let's go. I'm going to go with Division Three first because this okay. is where Pontiac's at. They're in a district with Bay City Western, oh. Bay City Central. They're shoving them up there? Yeah. Clio, Flint, Kearsley, Holly, and Linden. Um, That's Holly up there, too? Holly's in there, yeah. That's wild. Well, you know, Pontiac with their enrollment, you know what I mean? And I then guess. Of course, They're you know, playing similar size schools, right? Yeah, but when you look at this district, I mean, on paper, it's just basically um, you got you – got, it's Holly – Flint Kearsley's always Flint Kearsley's pretty yeah. good. I mean, Linden, we know about them. I mean, Flint Kearsley took a really tough loss to Fenton the other night. Um, Holly, we know they've been up and down. Linden been up and down. Yeah. I mean, base both Bay City schools, you know, have had their struggles. Yeah. But how do you feel if you're Pontiac? You know what I mean? Possibly having to go up to Bay City for a playoff game. Yeah, that's that stinks. Yeah, that, I don't. I don't. Yeah, traveling up north I seventy five to US ten. Yeah, I seventy five. It's not that long a drive, but it can be a bummer coming back. Sure, it could I, and be. I, I just don't. Yeah, that's kind of a bummer. Yeah, but that's where Pontiac's at. Um, let's look at now in the Division Two now. Of course, this is where um, got District Fifteen, Region Eight. Here's the district with Avondale, Berkeley, Groves, Seaholm, Royal Oaks, Sterling Heights, Warren, Cousineau, Warren, Mott. When you look at this district on paper, how, every, about, how are those Warren teams? Uh, Warren Mott's Sometimes decent. they can be tough. Warren Cousineau's awful. <laughs> um, Sterling Heights made the playoffs last year. Yeah. Um, ran in Seaholm. Um, but this district to me looks like it could be Groves versus Seaholm part, um, part two. Yeah. And we know that rivalry. Yeah. And what happened last year? Uh, of course, Groves won the regular season yeah. meeting. And then what Seaholm went did in Beverly Hills, which is, Shocking and mind-boggling, forty-two-seven. <laughs> yeah, that was a statement game. To good God, to say the least, that was a. Statement I was game. stunned as anybody. Don't you think they would love to match up again? Oh sure, but I think when you look at experience, you have to look at Seaholm. More experience in Groves this year. Now Groves has some players like Jack Woods and um Jared Magnum. I mean, like um, but still, I mean, Seaholm. They have they have the offense in the veer. 
they have the quarterback in Kale Croner. Yeah. They have the they have the they have the players do significant damage. Avenue to me has been a really disappointing team at 0 and 2. Yeah. Berkeley up to a 2 and 0 start, but they have not played the competition that that people yeah. have expected. And it's such a weird season too with these schedules that mm-hmm. sometimes you have those preseason games, you know what I mean, to just kind of kick the tires, oh, sure. see what's going on. Oh, sure. And to modify some things, now it's like you're in. You're in league play. Here we go. Let's, Long to play four games. Let's go. Yep. Um so that's a very interesting district right there. Yeah, um, and remind and we have to remind everybody. This is the first time that this football's is, done this year. Yes, and it's everybody's in this year. Everybody's in. And that's that's the uh you gotta mm-hmm. kind of scratch your head, go, wow. Okay, yeah. that's happening. Um let's go to District 14, Region 7. This one could be very interesting. Oak Park, Ferndale, Detroit Renaissance, UD Jesuit. Growth Point North, Growth Point South, Lincoln Park, and Wyandotte Roosevelt. Whoa, that's kind of a mix. Yeah. Um, Wyandotte Roosevelt's a pretty good team. We know that. Growth Point South, a lot of they are leading the MAC red right now. And that is something. Because this team was in the MAC white last year. Mm. And what they have done to Romeo and Utica Eisenhower, they beat both those teams. Yeah. And the fact that, and I watched the Zach and Zach podcast. I watched that one, and I was stunned how. Where, where is that out of? Uh, that's in, um, I'm not sure where that's in, but I know it's in Macomb County. But so, they cover the Mac Red. Okay, cool. It's like uh, share uh, information on different podcasts if you want, so you can learn about these teams. Yeah, it's... if you want, if um, if they want any info on Stony Creek West Bloomfield, tell them that. You have my email. You have my email. If you want to, t- if you want to talk to me and Ian, you know what I mean. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah. I'd um, love to hear more. Anyway, um, but Gross Point South, the way that they've played, it's just incredible. I mean, they look really good. Wyandot Roosevelt looks very good. UD Jesuit looks very good. Ferndale looks good. Yeah. Oak Park. Needs to fix some things. <laughs> yes, they do, like we mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm, like mentioned earlier. So that's an interesting district. It, it seems like um, they matched them up pretty darn well. Yeah, they do. You know, and um, there should be some good games out of that side. Out of that district. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and now let's go to um, – th- here, here's a doozy for you. This district. <laughs> district 12, Region 6. North Farmington. Fenton, Milford, South Lion, Wall Lake Central, Wall Lake Western, Water Kettering, Water Vermont. Ooh, that's another odd mix. Fenton's a pretty good team. What South Lion? They're pretty good. I think they're two and zero. Um, what Milford did to Water Vermont Week One was insane. What was that? That was I think that was a twelve six game score. Oh wow, that was an upset. Um, and then you have Wall Lake Western. We know what they got um, with their high-octane offense, led by the quarterback, Zach Trainer, Taking on, likely, a North Farmington team. We know what they've got, but they did not look good against Stony Creek. No, and... and That's a concern, and Fenton's when, improved as well. Yeah, and when we saw the... When I saw, or we talked the schedule, I thought the North Farmington-Stony Creek would be a, a very competitive game. Was not. Didn't happen. 
Um, and now you look at, of course, North Farmington possibly having to see either Fenton or Wald Lake Western. That scares me. Yeah. I mean, Water Vermont, to me, I've been done with that team for two weeks. <laughs> two weeks? I've been done with that team for a week, Water Vermont. Yeah. I mean, but, the you Waterford know. Waterford teams, Kettering and Mott, are such enigmas in a way. I mean, sometimes they, they have that one year where they're just – I don't know about plow through their competition and then they just go away for a couple of years. Like they just can't sustain that success. Mott's pretty much more of the enigma than Kettering. It's no offense because yeah. you know Chris Farr there. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they can't keep a coach to stay long term over at Kettering. Nope. It seems. Oh yeah, Kettering. Yeah. The turnovers. Just, Turnover at Kettering. They go yeah. there, get success, and then bolt to somewhere else. Yep. I mean, but Milford's been a surprise as well. South Lions been a, been um. Looking strong, even though they have yeah. a young crew. They're usually winning. They're usually right? I winning, mean, they're, yeah. they're, a, they're a team you see on the schedule. You kind of go, okay, you better be ready because mm-hmm. they can get, bring it to you. They can, seriously. They can, seriously can. Um, now let's go to Division One. This is the district that we were talking about earlier. This is where um, Zach and Zach will probably do a lot more coverage on. Is You have Stony Creek, Chippewa Valley, Macomb, mm. Dakota, Macomb, Lodge Cruz North, Romeo, Utica, Utica, Eisenhower, and um, New Baltimore, Anchor Bay. On paper, a half of that, th- those you would be scared look about tough on paper. But Stony Creek has proven people. This team, I think Stony Creek can seriously win that district. I really do think they can. It's, I mean, Macomb, Dakota is not the same team they was... used to be. Chippewa Valley's been up and down this year. Utica Eisenhower can't score. They scored ten points in the last two weeks. Yeah. Um. And then. But that's the thing. It's like on Romeo, paper, traditionally, yeah. from Romeo to Dakotas and the Mac Red. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, uh, you know that that is a solid group of schools. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's almost. I'm not gonna say on par, but it's if you're gonna compare two red divisions, mm-hmm. Oakland OAA, OAA Red and the Mac, Mac Red. Yeah. And you know, on paper. That that makes you scary, but the eyeball test already. I think Stony, if they continue what they're doing, yeah, and stay healthy, yeah, I yeah. think they have a very very good shot. They can win it. They can seriously win it. I mean, like, I'm gonna watch that Zach and Zach podcast <laughs> carefully when it comes to Stony so Creek. Where do you find it? Where's that at? Um, you go on Twitter here. They have like a Zach and Zach. Um, is it audio only, page. or is there a? There is a link to it. I will show you the link on audio Twitter. only. Okay, I will show you the link on that. We can share it with everybody listening. To, hey, high school share, football. What's it? We're we promoting. can share it too. We can share it too. <laughs> I mean, like, but um. That's a district to keep an eye on. Yeah. Um, See, that's that, that's going to be the, for me, mm-hmm. that's interesting. Yeah. That district is very, very interesting. Yeah, that's going to be really interesting. You know, to keep an eye I on. love the up-and-comers, man. Here's another one for you. District 7, Bloomfield Hills, Farmington, A&T, West Bloomfield, Troy, Troy Athens, Sterling Heights, Stevenson, Utica, Ford. West Bloomfield. If this district's not West Bloomfield versus Sterling Heights, Stevenson, yeah. Sterling High Stevenson, let's not forget this team went to the state semifinal last year. West Bloomfield, we know what they have. Oh, yeah. And you look at that possible district final clash, a lot of people are already looking forward to that game, already penciling in. But keep an eye on AT. I think AT is the dark horse. I think yeah. if, if they get like the three seed here, they're going to pose problems for whoever that team's going to be. Yeah. So. But if. All things being equal, it looks like a it's straight West, shot for West Bloomfield to yeah. go through to the finals. I think it's a straight shot for them to go to the finals. I really do think that. 
And then, of course, our last um, district, um, and this was going to be absolutely brutal. Lake Orion, <laughs> Clarkston, Oxford, Rochester, Adams, Lapeer, Grand Blanc, Davison. Oh, no. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's... Yeah, that's brutal. That is some heavyweights in there. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. Sammy, oh, my gosh. Okay, well, I didn't expect that, but I guess I should have, knowing how they throw these things together. But that is... That is tough. Brutal. You got Davison, Defending State One Chance, Turning Quarterback, and Brennan Sullivan. Yeah. Lapierre, you have Brady McKenna on that team. Running back, very good running back. Wow. And then you have, of course, then you have Grand Blank. They've been like the um, tail of the um, tail of two fishes up there, Grand Blank. <laughs> and then, of course, if you're Rochester and you're looking at this right tail now. Tail of two fishes. If you're, if you're Rochester and you're looking at this right now. Uh, you got to go, oh, no. You got to. I hope Coach Eric Vernon has like a art picture of the screen right now because I think that's what um by Edward Monk. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that's, that's a brutal fun. district. That is a brutal district. That's funny, <laughs> especially dude. when you look at or the thinker, or especially uh. when you have to look at you got to look at those heavyweights in that district. Yeah. Oh my God, that's crazy, dude. Mm-hmm. That, so that is. I thought the the East Side division, you know, divisional matchups was going to be tough. District matchups, districts, but this <laughs> this is a whole nother thing <laughs> because if you look at it, you go, okay, let's say Clarkston, Davidson, Davidson, Lake Orion, possibly Oxford, but you're but you're looking at the teams that you're going, okay, who are kind of the ones that are the solid teams that are going, Davidson, Clarkston, Lake Orion, Lapeer. They're all solid. Uh-huh. And and there's not there's not one clear favorite. Maybe no. Davidson Davidson maybe because the defense. I would champ, give an edge to Clarkston. Clark, you think so? Because here's why I would say give an edge to Clarkston. Because yes, Davidson's got Harrison Unger at him that can play a line, but if Clarkston going against Sullivan, imagine yeah. that deep, especially Spindler going to, and Dillinger going against Sullivan. That's gonna be insane. Yeah, I mean, like, and where's you know, the, where's the game at? Did they have they? Is that they, listed? They're gonna decide that they're gonna have um they're gonna give the um low, highest seeds home games for the playoffs. They're right. gonna give the they're gonna give those. Are they reseeding them each? Is it like or is it just like a bracket they're playing through? It's like a bracket they're playing through, right. and then they're gonna get to the regional um regional regional semi regional fi- regional finals um sort of like that approach. Okay, what were wow. you seeing like in basketball? Yeah. Um. So this is a very interesting idea. Do you think this should be a good idea going forward? For I the don't MHA? know. Well, I got to see it how it unfolds. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, everybody making it. You know, across, that's a lot of games. Sure. Um. But you know, I, I can see why they're, the MHSA is saying everybody gets in because of the limited regular season, mm-hmm. so you can get maybe one more game. Sure. You can. You're guaranteed. If you're in the playoffs, you get at least a game. Yeah. Right. You play once. And so to give everybody a chance, you know what I mean? What so they're saying what nine game season, correct? Uh so it's seven eight, it's seven games seven season. Seven playoff minimum so, eight. You know, six game season, then seven's like the playoff, playoff game, game, you know so what I mean? Seven and okay, yeah. so seven basically a seven game season. Yeah, that's basically what it is. Yeah, which it's not too bad considering no. the situations we're living under. So yeah. 
All as long right. as everybody stays healthy. But oh my word, I that is still swimming in my skull. That district. That. Oh yeah, that's brutal. Um. Wow. Wow. Ready for week four games or week three games? Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Uh. Yeah. We're at uh, forty minutes. That's good. All right. Yeah. Let's go to our first. Let's go to the blue games this week. Um. Ferndale <laughs> goes to Allen Park. Takes on the Ooh, Jaguars. Allen Park High. Last week, Allen Park lost sixteen to eight to um to um Brownstown Woodhaven. Oh no, Wyandotte Roosevelt. Yeah, that's okay. Um, Allen Park is. Take it back. It was Woodhaven. Allen Park has had some good teams over the years, playoffs, uh, multiple years. But it's yeah. Ooh, I don't know. I got Ferndale in this one. Yeah, I'll take I'll take the uh, the Road Warriors. The Eagles. Yeah. I mean, last year was eight nothing in favor of um Allen Park at Ferndale. Do they play right? Re- I mean, regularly every no, year. No, this is just the like a home and home. Yes, or... home and home. All right, that'll be a good game. I think yeah, I'll, really I'll take. Uh, I'll take Ferndale. Um, let's look at, of course, um, Bloomfield Hill. Oh, sorry. Let's go. Troy Athens and Avondale. First home game for Troy Athens this year. Okay. Athens has lost. Um, both teams are zero and two. So <laughs> this is a okay. Well, is this a redemption game for both teams? They they try to bounce Athens back. Has lost the last two games back to my thirteen points. Avondale has lost by eight eight to um Ferndale. That was in overtime, and then they were just throttled yeah. at Dick Byfield Field by um Rochester last week. Huh. Jeez. Uh, let me go Athens. You're gonna go Athens? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going Athens as well. I think. But I Billy, think it's gonna be closer than you think. I think it's gonna be. Yeah, I think it'll be much closer. Ten point game, maybe. I think it's gonna be much closer, but both these teams are. Are really searching for something right oh, now. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, Avondale defensively has been a complete disaster. <laughs> I mean, but yeah. Athens, Athens, they've been in a lot of close games. They just can't finish. Yeah, That's I think they break. For Athens. I think they break through this week. I think they do. Um, let's go with um, Bloomfield Hills and Rochester. This one's going to be very interesting. Mm-hmm. Both two and old teams at you, Rochester. Usually, you go, huh? This is a little tighter game than I think. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go Falcons. Me too. I'm going Big Blue too. I mean, last year I know Rochester um, lost 35-14 to Bloomfield Hills. I know the quarterback matchup is going to be very inter- interesting between Tanner Slezinski and um, Alex Bueno. Um, but I just think Rochester's got enough weapons. I think Rochester's got something going on. I do think I so think too. something's happening over there. I do think so too. They go 3-0. and People are going to be talking about it. Oh, heck yeah. I, I think uh, yeah, Rochester. Mm-hmm. Um, let's go to another big two and O game. We got Berkeley at Troy. Oh no, sorry, oh, no. Troy at Berkeley. This is going to be very interesting. <laughs> this one's going to be really interesting. Now, yes. Now, just because I gave uh, Troy the big uh, coach Chris the sweet bam, yeah, uh-huh. doesn't mean that I'm picking them this week. Mm-hmm. Right, I'm just happy for them that what they're at. They mm-hmm. got a team that has potential. Uh, so I'm sorry, I'm not taking the Colts. Going with uh, their opponent. You're going with Sean Shields' Bears. Going with the Bears. Yeah, I could see that. You I'm, know, I'm going to say it's going to be closer though. I, 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 I maybe a seven point game. Ooh, seven point game. <laughs> Ooh boy. Um, I'm going Berkeley too. Here's why. You're gonna go bigger though. Yeah, I'm going to go bigger because I have faith in the Colts, but I just don't. Yeah, but they're here's still the learning to win or, you know, they're still learning well, to score. Well, both teams are still learning to win. That's of course, true. Berkeley's had 
I know a lot of people are going to say Berkeley's schedule has not been the greatest and all that, but Berkeley right now is rolling on cylinders right now. But Berkeley, <laughs> they've had a habit of breaking my heart. Uh-oh. Um, But Troy, on the other hand, has been just yikes. I don't. <sighs> but Troy, on the other hand, has proven to me play yikes. Yeah, so... I'm not so sure yet if Troy's ready for prime time. I'm not As sure either. <laughs> I'm not sure either. But people are going to say the same thing with Berkeley. That's true. Because I Berkeley's said, played a softer schedule than um, yeah. Troy has. So Yeah, but I'm also looking at, you know, in the past and things, it's like they've made strides. Hey, they scored some points. I mean, if the, the sign of success is you scored some points this you year. You scored some points, that's, sure. That's where we're at. But I'm you need more than just, hey, you scored some points. You need to score more points, sure. But I'm going to take Berkeley in this one yeah. pretty convincingly, though. Okay. I, I think maybe – one maybe it'll be maybe four points, maybe a, maybe a one score game. What did I say? Seven. Yeah, he said seven. I think it may be closer. Really? And now let's talk okay, about. Okay, cool. Let's talk about another game here that could be interesting. Pontiac at Royal Oak. Uh, uh. I know. Um, you know, you and I are both fans of the Phoenix. We want yes. those guys to bounce back, and we remember what they were back. Yeah. Back when, back when how, Coach Duke, Brad Duby was there, how fun was that? Right, yes. I just don't. It's just so difficult uh, to see what they're going through down there, mm-hmm. and they just can't seem to turn that corner. I just can't pick the Phoenix. You're going Royal Oak, yes, sir. I'm going Royal Oak close, okay, because I I've been done with Royal Oak last <laughs> since that game against Troy. I've been done with this team, yeah. I mean, I'm not being mean to them. I got Royal Oaks got some good players. I mean, like I like Jesse Hosington at I'm tight end. Um, but this team has been so hard to figure out for the yeah. last maybe three years. I, I I've been they give me hope, they give me promise, <laughs> but then they find ways to break your heart. Yeah, they do. Yeah. And it's scary. Yeah. That is scary. And you're saying it's close. I think it's gonna be close. But I'm gonna take Royal Oak. By a field goal. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Okay. Take him by a field goal. I'll say I think it's going to be, unless Pontiac can show something, I think it's going to be bigger than that. Maybe mm-hmm. 14. Okay. Let's go to the white now. Um, This one's going to be very interesting. Adams at Seaholm. Battle of the Veers. <laughs> Last year was 17-6 Adams. Oof. Seahorn's got a boatload of experience. Adam is, is very young, but Adam's the last two games has averaged 32 points. Yeah. Seahorn, we know about what happened. Then they got blown out. Yes. By Stoney. And then last week, beating Grove 31-21 on the road. Do you think that this is going to be maybe about is it an Jack- hour game? I think it's going to be <laughs> one hour. Maybe an hour, 30 minutes. What, because it's on the ground? Both teams on the veer. No passing, just run the ball? No passes. Um, Not a lot of passing, by the way. I want to go Adams. Yeah, I'm going that way, too. I think Adams, a lot more depth, a lot yeah. more. Um, Adams, more deeper team, I think, than yeah. Seahome. They're a tough team. Always, you know they're going to bring it to you. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm going to do Adams. But I think it's going to be. Adams' what? depth is going to be too much for Seahome. Ten points, yeah. maybe? Adams' depth is going to be too much for Seahome. Game, I mean, I'm gonna take um, 
I think Adams is going to be, they're rolling with a very young football team. Really young football team. And to put 34-3 against North Farmington, yeah. 31 last week against Groves. I yeah, mean, they're, they've got confidence. Of course. Do you see Farmington um, giving Stony Creek any scares? <laughs> um, no. Yeah, neither do I. Um, I'm still digesting what happened last Friday against North. Yeah, it was it's stunning. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they continue to roll. They they've got they've got a freight train full of steam, and they are they are almost full speed ahead. And the fact and you that Farmington only scored two points last week. And you do not want to get in front of that train. No. And the fact that Farmington scored two points yeah, last week. That's I, I that's scary. Uh, is it a um, continuation of Blowout City? I think this week Cameron Buford goes off for six touchdowns. <laughs> that's how bad it's going to be over there. Why not seven pulling Al Bundy? He could. <laughs> you know what? He could ser- Buford could seriously do it. Did he pull an Al Bundy? He could pull- he could seriously do it. I think he could I think he gets I think he gets five scores this week. No, he gets five rushing scores. He's gonna throw two? He's gonna throw one and he's gonna get and he's gonna um and he's gonna Receiving? receive one. Yep. If that's how I'm, good he is. That's how good that offense is over at Stony Creek. Think of that offense with him as the outlet receiver. Yeah. Think of that. Right, he caught one like that last week against North. If that becomes a regular, and you put watch Fogel, out, and you and you have Fogel can play running back as well. I mean, Buford can basically play what Zach Denna did last year. That's how scary this team is. Yes, and you put that offensive line in there, and that and we're not even talking Gary Griffith's defense over there. No, that's they're insane. That team's insane over there. It's and not not only are they built for this year. They're built for years to come. Yeah. Nick Merlo has done a wonderful <laughs> job building the armor up culture over there. Yeah, it's um I got great stories to tell about that. We're <laughs> gonna say twenty, beat them by twenty plus. I think it's gonna be worse than twenty. Twenty four? No, worse. Oh boy. Yeah. Um and then we, sometimes, you know, you got those teams, they play up to the level of the competition. Farmington did put up thirty one against Groves, though. But <laughs> this is a much different animal. You think it's a different animal? Yes. And then we have North Farmington and Groves. This one's going to be very interesting. Both uh, teams coming off bat, tough yes. home losses. Um, Where is it at? It's in Beverly Hills. See, this is a toughie. This, mm-hmm. is, a, I this, think is, this is a pick'em game. Yeah, it is. It's. Um, I think North bounces back. You like North? Yeah. I think Good they... quarterback match between Jacob Bassandra and um, Jake Woods. I think, um, I think North bounces back. I, it's either going to be close with North, or it could completely flip the other way. <laughs> I think it's going to be a very close game. Yeah. Um, I like I like North in this game too, but I think it's going to be a one point game. God, it's um, a, it's going to be really interesting. Flip a coin, yeah. It's you got to flip a coin because you don't one. know who you're getting. No, you don't know yeah. what you're getting. I mean, it's going to be a good game between those two teams. Yeah. It'll be a really good game. Yeah. Um, let's go to the white to the red. Um. Oak Park, Oxford. I mean, um, we know about Oak Park's problems. We know about Oxford's problems. Yeah. Uh, did you say Oak Park at Oxford, correct? Oak Park is at on OCTV against Oxford. Uh, I'll take the Wildcats. Close, though. 
I'm going to go Oxford in this game as well. I just I just think that think, Oak Park's problems are really it's re- really there, especially yeah. because they were exposed in that game by Lake Orion. Um, yeah, the offensive line for Oak Park is, is watch for Mir in that game. Trent Mir yeah. in that game. I think he's going to have a big game against um, Oak Park, um, especially if they can't shore up that rush defense. Yeah. Um, and if that spread for uh, Coach Lines' team is uh, average, just average, they should put. A lot of yards up on mm-hmm. Park. They should. I mean, and I think Oxford should be motivated after um, getting embarrassed 35-7 last year down Less. at Oak Park a year ago. And the bulk of that team at Oxford's back yeah. with the new coaching staff there. I, I just think too much experience. Now, if Rayshon Benny comes back, that, I think that's a closer ball game. Yeah. But if but if he's not But back, a new look Oxford, it's, you know. Yeah. Um opponents trying to plan for that. You're so used to Bud Raleigh. You knew, you knew what you're getting. Yeah, you know what you're getting, but uh, this is a little different. So uh, it's an NFL type offense. Um, I know coach Greg Carter at Oak park. He, he loves going up against teams that have NFL type offenses. Um, and this is no different, but I just think he doesn't have the players that he used yeah. to have a year. Ago. Yeah. Especially so, with, if they have the injury situation mm-hmm. um, and what we saw last Friday at Lake Orion, yeah. Uh, they have to. They got to show up. They got to do much better. Yeah. Um, Lake Orion A and T. Before we talk about the big one with Clarkson West Bloomfield. Yeah. See, this is kind of a interesting game. I don't mm-hmm. know. We've only seen one game with Lake Orion. A um, and T. We've seen. I think A and T is better than they were last year. Uh, and they're on two. Yes, and you said it's like it's this. The record is not indicative of how well they've been playing. Right. So, um, it's always tough to go down there, but didn't, uh, like like, had, they've had their number down like there. Orion's they? had their number down there. I mean, like they've won, um, in the two meetings that they played on a and T Lake Orient's had their number. Yeah. I mean, they've won three or four against them. Yeah. And, uh, a couple of those were surprises cause the a and T team was really solid. good. Yeah. Yes. Very good. So, um, I would say, oh boy, I'm gonna go green and white dragons, but, but like, Seven points. I'm going Lake Orion. It's going to be close. One. I'm going to go Lake Orion in this one because when you look at the Dragons, um, if it turns out to be a physical game, yeah. If it's a ground and pound, a t- I mean, when Clarkson took on Ant, um, that game, Ethan Clark had a big game in that one against Ant. Now, you think the Dragons I, I two-headed su- monster. Could I was do the surprised same. Donovan Edwards. Got shut down in the in that game against Ant, but I think you know when you look at this game, I know Ant is gonna be motivated because they have something to prove against Lake Orion. Yeah. Um, but I just think when you look at Lake Orion, I just think the Dragons are gonna find a way in this game. I think they're gonna find a way. Um, I think Cade Manz is gonna be a difference maker in this game. Um, I think that Lake Orion wins this game by a touchdown. Maybe two scores. I think you're going to Isaiah Marshall's head. I think they're going to pick him off at least once in this Ooh. game. So I just think, I think, and especially if you have a defensive coordinator like Rick Powell, mm. um, who last year masterfully, you know, yeah. was very successful against um, Isaiah Marshall's father, who's the offensive coordinator. Mm. That's the matchup to watch is that coordinating matchup between Powell and um, Marshall. That's gonna yeah. Be I, I'm I'm in I'm there with you. I think it's either going to be seven to ten. We got turn more. One more turnover is going to be key, uh, and we're at 55. Okay, we got one more game. Big game. West Bloomfield-Clarkston. Where? 
Clarkson. Battle of the lines. You got Donovan Edwards, Dylan Tatum against Ethan Clark. Alex Short versus Mike DePillo. You got Clarkson's Hog Brothers going against <laughs> West Bloomfield. West Bloomfield. You got the L Boys against the Wolves Den. These are those. These the are coaching those, matchup. Ron Bellamy versus Kurt Richardson. I mean, these are those games uh-huh. that if it comes, if it's if if it turns out as advertised as it should come out. It's one of those games that you'll be talking about for a long time. Mm-hmm. Both teams 2-0. and Yeah, 2-0 and coming in. Um, you know, Clarkston, like you said, looking for redemption from a year ago, uh, trying to do something. They were shut out last year, 24-0. Yeah, that, that doesn't happen. No. Um, Lakers. You got West Bloomfield? I do. I got West Bloomfield, too. Here's why. Yeah. I just think that um, – I just think that um, I don't trust – I don't trust Nick Stallworth and um, – Alex Bowen, I don't trust those two guys, especially in that linebacking secondary core. I trust Maxwell Harrison at that secondary for West Bloomfield. Um, I say give Clarkston another year of development. The it, problem is you lose, maybe, you lose the bulk of that line. I know you're losing the big guy. Yeah. You, lose those, you lose your bulk of your line next year. Yeah. But I just think West Bloomfield, they're going to confuse the pillow. I think they're going to confuse him. I think, they're, I think the rush defense is going to stop Ethan Clark. Um, I'd be shocked if they don't. Um, but I just think the difference is going to be is that defense of West Bloomfield, it is still nasty. Yes. As it is. And I really think that secondary is going to pose problems for Clarkston. I really think that, um, and then on the other side, um, on the other side, I, it's going to be a really tough challenge for Logan Forbes going against that secondary. Um, and then on the other side, yeah, you can't make any mistakes. No, not against because- them. A mistake isn't just, oh, a drop pass or mm-hmm. an overshot receiver. A mistake is going the other way for six. The only advantage that I see Clarkson having an advantage over West Bloomfield is discipline. That's the ah. only advantage. And that's the same thing when I look at Lake Warrior and um, West Bloomfield and a You know what I mean? a Lake... can fall apart at times. Yes, they can. So that's what it's going to come down to is discipline. If West Bloomfield keeps their cool, keeps their composure, because you know about Clarkson, they're going to keep theirs. If West Bluefield can in this game, I think this is going to be maybe a 10-point game. I think but so, if too. Not, if not, we could be seeing it's great oh. to be a <laughs> like that. We could see that. I'm serious. Close game. That's the one to watch. Yep. Uh, I know it will be recorded. Uh, Independence, Independence television. TV, uh, live stream. A lot of these are on YouTube now. A lot of these games because the MHSA allowed them to do it. So. Mm-hmm. All right, now everybody, we're signing off here this week. I'm keeping an eye on the um, we're gonna keep an eye on everybody. Everybody Absolutely. this week here. Good um, week of football. Make sure you catch my blog at SammySemiconductorMeetupBlogspot.com. I'm also posting on the ONTV blog yep. a lot. Of News course. blog at OrionTV.org. Yep, got several little stories on there as well. Uh, Sammy Timmy here. I'm signing off. Take care and see y'all next week, everybody. See you, Sam. Oh, yeah, now it's produced by Sammy Timmy. The views on this show are his and mine alone. We'll see you next week. See ya.